Welcome to the 26th episode of Mouse Ears Required, our Disney podcast and our countdown to our January 2022 Walt Disney World vacation. Welcome back to another episode. We're happy to be back, the both of us for once. It's been a busy few weeks, but we're here. And thanks to our friends, we've been able to put out some more contact or content weekly. So that's been awesome. Abby, want to give our listeners an idea of what they're going through today? Going through. They're going through the creativity of our brains with us as we look to some of our favorite movies to create some new rides in Walt Disney World. Walt Disney World. Exciting. Yes. We'll see. Maybe we have, uh, was it Disney Nears? What's what? it called? Imagineers. 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 New something. Maybe we have Disney that. Nears. I can't say the word, but maybe they'll hire me for it. <laughs> Um, but cool, let's, uh, let's get to it. This episode is kind of going to be a trial run for us. I'm sure we'll do more of these in the future um, to get the creative juices going. Um, we each pick two um, concepts that we have. Neither one of us knows what the other person's is, so that'll sort be exciting. Of. Yeah, I know what topics Abby picked, so we didn't duplicate, but other than that, we don't know. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, this episode may be really quick or really long, but uh, either way, we'll find out and we'll go from there and plan accordingly. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right. So tell me what uh, movie, show, theme you picked and um, the type of attraction and the name of the attraction. For my first one? No, for the last one. Yes, for the first one. Oh, well, I didn't know if you meant like both and then we'd go through the details. Oh, no, okay. no, no. One okay, so time, one, one of them. Okay, so my first one, the movie that I picked is 101 Dalmatians slash Cruella de Vil, because I'm kind of incorporating both the animated and live action versions. Not off to a good start, but we're going, we're going okay. Listen, I'm just this saying, is mine. I'm just, it might be great. Does it sound like it has a definitive theme? It might be it just great. It sounds like Abby likes puppies. I do like puppies. So, All the puppies. Go on, go on, go on. Okay, so mine would be at Hollywood Studios. That's the park I would choose. And I think it would be in the Grand Avenue area, like near the Muppets attraction, because I feel like there were attractions over there. Um, that's where... Um, over there. Over there. <laughs> that's where your ride was, the Lights, Motors, Action, mm, and... Traction. Yes, and the... Um, like behind the scenes tour thing was over there too. Yeah, I remember that. That's so I feel now. like there's space there. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I don't know what's there. I mean, I know Star Wars and like has invaded some of that area, but I feel like there's a new space over there okay. that this is where my new attraction is going to go. Cool. And what kind of uh, attraction is it? It's a thrill ride. Okay. Is that what you meant? I mean, yes, that is what I meant, but it just wasn't one of the answers I was expecting. Okay, just go on. Just, uh, okay. I'm intrigued. Okay. So, my name of my attraction is Defending the Dalmatians, Taking Down Cruella DeVille. Okay. Okay. So, in the queue, imagine this. Spots. Oh, I'm going to pause you before what? you get into the imagination. What? But we got to tell our listeners, our names aren't good yeah. for our attractions. Our attractions, we both think, are, are above par. We like our ideas, but our names, eh. not. So we're going to call upon y'all later on. So don't don't get deterred by our names as a whole. <laughs> but going on, yes. Imagine this. Abby's going to describe. Okay, imagine this. You're in the queue, and there are spots everywhere. Kind of like if you watch the original, 
anima animated version, when they get to the Dalmatian plantation, how it's just spots everywhere. That's sort of how the cue's gonna be, with spots everywhere. Um, so you're kind of working through that, and I feel as though you would want working to... Working through the spots. Working through the spots. Because it's kind of trippy, like 3D-ish, because they're everywhere. So, I mean, I'm talking... Where are the spots? Everywhere. Oh, okay. Floors, For anyone that's ceilings, not listening at home, walls. they're everywhere. Spots. Yes. Everywhere. We got it. We know what Abby likes to wear. Okay. Yes. I mean, I prefer leopard print, but Dalmatian print's nice, too. Okay. Anywho, so there are spots everywhere... <sighs> <laughs> really hammering that home. <laughs> and then you're going to pull, start to pull in some of the live-action Cruella movie by having some of the dresses that she made on display in cases throughout the queue. Next to the spots. Next everywhere. to the spots everywhere are going to be these dresses and cases because, I, I mean, those dresses were amazing. They need to be somewhere that we can admire them. So they're going in this queue for me. Um, and then you would... As you make your way through the queue, there would be different scenes from the movies. Um, you know, one in the park where Pongo and Purdy meet for the first time, and then one where you would see them in the house and you would see Roger playing the piano, just so you kind of follow the original movie throughout the queue. And then, you know, kind of like the puppies. Once they're born, at home, at the house, and Jasper and Horace sitting outside in the van. And dots and everywhere. Dots everywhere. Spots, not dots. Oh, spots. Spot. Oh, jeez. I messed it up. Spots. Spots everywhere. Enough. And then you would just faintly in the background have the piano version of Cruella de Vil, the song, playing as you walk through. So unfortunately, kind of the... It's a small world because by the end of it, it's going to be stuck in your head after being in there for a little while. But I think you could incorporate both movies into the queue and lots and lots of spots. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Are you ready? Then we get to the attraction. The attraction is the DeVille car. So it seats four people. Two people get into the front and two people get into the back. Four people. Four people. Not a lot of per turn, attraction. turnover. But I mean, there's like one right after the other after the other. I'm not saying there's kind of wrong like with it. test track. Just except disgusting. there's only four people instead of six people that fit into the attraction car, because you know it really looks like a Deville, and you can't make it bigger. So four okay. people. So two in the front, two in the back. The object or mission of your ride is to try to catch Cruella in a high-speed chase as you wind up the mountain to her mansion. Along the way, you encounter different obstacles. So first, it's a snowy night, so your vehicle is slipping and fishtailing as you try to catch up to her because her vehicle is in front of you. So kind of a 4D ride where you're chasing after this image in front of you. And then the next encounter you have is with Horace and Jasper as they pull alongside of you and try to run you off the road bumping you and honking at you and you're honking back at them as you continue on your way to catch Cruella on your way up to the mansion. So as you make your way up and you're almost, you can see the gate in the future into the mansion, you finally catch up to her and you're side by side and she looks like a crazy person like she does in the movie where her hair's everywhere and her eyes are bloodshot and you pull up next to her in your vehicle and she's driving next to you and in sort of a similar fashion to Horace and Jasper you're kind of bumping into each other because there's only room for one car to make it through the gate to the mansion. 
So you have to make sure I'm holding up one finger because none of you can see that except for Tim. And only one of you can fit through this gate in order to get into the ma mansion. And at just the very end, of course, you edge her out and she has to swerve to the side so she doesn't run into the brick wall that's protecting her mansion. And you run right through the gate up into the mansion and you crash through the mansion doors and watch the mansion doors open. The puppies are everywhere. And you have saved the day. And you've made it. We've got questions. Okay, so once you're in there, wait, I'm not done. Oh. So once you're in there, and you see that the puppies are safe, and questions. Cruella and Jasper, you know, and Horace are all behind you. Your vehicle slowly starts to back up. And as it starts to back up, you can hear the sirens of the police coming, and you can see the blue and red lights flashing, and then your car kind of pulls over to the right as it goes around the mansion to pull into the garage. And as you pull into the garage, there are newspaper articles and frames all over the garage about how Good Samaritans save 101 Dalmatians puppies from Cruella DeVille and all of these things. And then that's where you exit the ride. Once you exit the ride, you're going to exit in straight into a gift store. Of course, With spots dots. everywhere. Spots, not dots. Spots everywhere. Click, click around. You know, so that you can buy all of these commemorative things and also grab your photo pass picture of the first time Horace and Jasper run into you and you're jolted away and you have that nice big grin or scared face on you from the ride. Okay, I'm now taking questions. Okay, so when I asked what kind of attraction... Yes. From what I took from that, it is a 4D ride. Yes, 4D, so, like, um, you know, like that's incorporated into it. Because you're still moving because you're in a car. So it's on a track. But part of it is 4D. What, what is something like it for those that... What is something like, like it? So I haven't been on... So it would have been like the great movie ride. Except you're going faster. And then it's 3D or 4D. 4D. So there are screens because... You're chasing Cruella. It's a Spider-Man ride in Universal, which I've never been on, but I've heard about. Okay, maybe. So it's like a free track plus like a visual stimulus. Yes. Got it. Yes. Okay, and then the, all, the only other question I have is about the murder of the dogs that you just kind of overlooked. You're There's no dog murders. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. Yeah, I listened to your story. No. Yes. I would never murder you a dog. You were on a high-speed pursuit. Yes. Barely navigating the fence and the gate and the yes. wall. Yes. And you drive through the front door of the yes. house, was your exact words, yes. in a house that was full. Yeah, but none of the no, puppies no, no, no. are in the front Don't hallway. Don't change the story now. This is why we have this, so we can clarify. You said the house was full of dogs. Yes. And but you they're drove not in through the, door. the front hallway. They're mm -hmm. like, you know, as you pull in, they like start to pop I'm out from everywhere. Person. That's not what was said. Okay, so as you pull in, they start to like come out from the sides. None of them are uh, in the front hallway and like come down the grand staircase that's in front of you. Other than the dog murder, I thought it There's was There's no dog murder. Gosh, I love the puppies. I that know. was the establishment of this ride. I thought it was a twist. No, there's were, no twist. You're Corella part two. No. No. Roadkill. No. Edition. No. Oh, okay. Well, good. <laughs> My wife is not trying to kill the dogs. I no. I think it's good. I think it's good. What do you What do you think is some some flaws to make this a reality and some good things to make it possible? I don't know if there is enough love for the movie. Like, do people love 101 Dalmatians enough for it to become an attraction? I mean, I love it. That's why I picked it, obviously. We're, we're a Disney podcast, and I mean this the best possible way. But 
People love what Disney tells them to love. Yeah. And I just feel like the <laughs> remake me. or the live action has brought about like a renewed love for it. So hopefully this because yes. I mean, there wasn't just like, you know, there was a live action remake with Glenn Close of the, you know, like a direct representation of the movie. This is an origin know, how, story. However many years ago. Yeah, so animated is... live action remake with Glenn Close. And now there's the story of origin Cruella. Story. Origin yes, story. origin story. We're of cool. Cruella. We're hip here. We know Marvel people and all everyone else. We know what it's called. We're, we're pretty neat. Yes. I think it's good. I think um, I think it's fun. I don't, I don't think it really necessarily matters as the following. Again, I think it's Disney make makes us enjoy what they want us to enjoy, pretty much. To be honest, and I mean that in a good sense. Like, when was the last time you watched Indiana Jones? I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen it. My point. Yeah. And but we still like the stunt show. Yes. Or I do. Um, or even stuff like Tinkerbell. Like, yes, you like it. But how many, like, young kids still actually watch Tinkerbell? Peter Pan? I don't know. Yeah, but um, do you know what I'm saying? The, mm-hmm. the rides is what I'm getting at. Um, so, I think, I think, it, I think it has its promise. We'll say it's good. Okay. Not as good as mine. Okay. We're going to do my better one first that I'm very excited for. Let me cross out my questions. Okay. So I don't repeat the same questions later on. You got you to gotta lead the way, babe. Lead me into this. Okay. What is your theme park? The theme park is at is, what do you think it is if I'm so excited? Magic Kingdom. No. Mm. Hollywood Studios. Yeah, it was a good guess. That was a better first guess. Oh, than that. Animal the, Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, yeah. Uh, that's the answer, people. Okay, what area? Africa. Okay. It's going to be in Africa. Uh, what specifically, type? Specifically. Oh, specifically. Specific, specifically. Specifically. Um, it's going to be, I wrote it down, hold on, the exact location. Uh, uh, panicking, panicking. Oh, it's behind the... Curiosity Animal Tour Kiosk. There's a little area there. It's before the savannas okay. and like the animals, but there are a couple little animal things there, and they'll come into play later. Okay. Um, but that that's where it'll be. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, what type of ride is it? What do you think? Um. So we're going by Abby standards. A dark it's a ride. thrill ride. Of oh, okay. Sorts. It's a thrill ride. Okay. Okay. What kind of thrill ride is this? Is the this I don't is, know. This is one of the things we're cleaning up. It's going to be a roller coaster. Okay, roller coaster. It's going to be a roller coaster because I enjoy thrill rides and I don't feel like there is enough of them at Disney. Uh, if okay. I was going to make one one tiny critique, even though there is another roller coaster there that I have never been on that I'm also excited to oh, go on. Oh, Everest. Um, it is going to be a very specific kind of roller coaster, Abigail. It's going to be what is called, and I went into a black hole spiral of research about roller coasters to make sure I got everything right the way I envisioned it all week um, before I put it into words. It's called a flying coaster ride type. Have it is. So I am, I am very specific about this. I'm going to get to why once we get into it. But I have a very, 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 very specific question for you. Okay. Have you ever been to Six Flags in New Jersey? No. Okay. Have you ever been to SeaWorld or recently? No. Okay. So you've never been on a flying coaster? No, I don't think so. Unless you've been to Kings Point recently. I don't think so. There's one there too. Like I said, I went into a black hole of research. Okay. Um, So at Six Flags in New Jersey, for those people from there, um, there's Superman something or another. And that's a flying coaster. And it's the most updated version of the technology, which is the same technology I would use for mine. Um, and then, and part of the reason I think Disney should do this is SeaWorld has uh, the Manta, I think it's called, Manta, Manta Ray, 
and it is also a flying type. So with roller coaster, you'll sit in it um, like a steel coaster that your the the tracks above you. You know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, And your feet dangle. Your feet dangle. I like that. But what makes it a flying coaster is that before you leave the station, it pulls you up so you're laying down on your stomach. Oh. So it's like a little strap for your ankles. Okay. And then uh, you just fly. So like the Superman one, you look like Superman. Gotcha. Um, so that's 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 why it's one of the key points I'm having this attraction here because there's nothing like it like at Disney. Gotcha. But there are things like it nearby. So okay. that is that. Next question. What's the name of your ride? Oh, or what is it after, huh? Yes. Okay. My ride is called Drumroll. I changed it 11 times, but the best name I came up with, and I actually low-key love it, is uh, Zazu's Tour of Duty. Okay. And I thought it was a very literal, trans literal translation to what the ride and its attraction is. Okay. But also, Zazu's whole thing is like duty and doing his job, so yes. I thought it was a good double. So maybe, listeners, maybe that's a good name, we'll see. But this attraction, like I said, is a roller coaster. And the way it's going to start, it's in Africa, and they're going to build... Um, Pride Rock. So for those that are familiar with Lion King, Pride Rock is um, kind of like a mountain. All right? It's a giant yes. rock, but it looks like a mountain. And there's a giant rock that sticks out from the front of it. So you'll be coming in from the very, very base ground level. Okay. And that's where the queue will start. Um, and you'll wind through Pride Rock for the entirety of the queue. And along the way, you'll see little Easter eggs of different things, um, kind of keeping your attention subtly. Um, and then you'll wind all the way up into Pride Rock. Um, and then the, the loading station for this attraction is going to be at the cave, at the mouth of the cave on Pride Rock. So if you've ever watched the movie, the, um, Mufasa and all of them were kind of just chilling on the inside of Simba. And then they'll walk to the top of it and they'll, they'll hold Simba up. And that's kind of like the visual for those that are trying to picture it. Um, so basically, this uh, launch will... We'll start, I guess, by everyone loading on and then you get pulled up. The reason you're getting pulled up into the quote-unquote flying position is to give you the aesthetic or the feel that you're like one of these four-legged creatures, the creatures that are in the savannah. So when you go on the ride, you're like running, if you will, like uh, an animal okay. would, not like a person would. That's the idea behind it. Okay. And these coasters uh, always have, or at least the ones I've been on, have like a headrest that wraps partially around your ears. And it has speakers in it. I think Rock and Roller Coaster yeah, yeah. has something similar. So we'll have that. Um, so the that every roller coaster makes. Once that happens, they'll start playing um, the quote from a Lion King where uh, Mufasa and Simba are at the top of Pride Rock looking out and saying everything the light touches. We'll play that. And then um, as you go forward, you'll be going to the edge of that area where Simba gets held up in the movie when he's first born of Pride Rock. Um, and then once you get to the top of that, it'll be like this really, really big hill. Um, it'll be this really big hill and you'll come down and go through everything um, Lion King related. So you'll go from Pride Rock to um, Akuna, Akuna Matata, like which is the, what's called Akuna Matata is in the land. Uh, Fun oh. fact, I learned that, I double check. Um, okay. That's what uh, Timon and Puma call it. So that's what it's called, is Akuna Matata. So you go through Akuna Matata, and then you'll go through um, the Elephant Graveyard, which is where the hyenas are, and then all the way back to uh, Pride Rock. And, and throughout the way, you'll see some of like the, um, 
epic visuals that you remember from a child from the original, um, such as going through Akumatata, through the waterfall, there'll be a split. Um, when you come down from Pride Rock in the beginning, my hope, I don't know obviously how much land's available and the possibility of this, but you'd be going over the actual savannas in the park, so passing over real animals that won't eat you, hopefully. Um, and you go over that, and then you'll go through like the middle of a waterfall where the water will be divided so you can go through it. Um, and then you'll go through some, um, some, some different areas um, leading you into the elephant graveyard where you'll go through the giant um, elephant rib cage that you remember from the movies and you'll just drive or ride through that. Um, and during all this, it will play um, the I don't know, song, I guess you could call it, the orchestra music from um, when Simba was trying to get away from the stampede and Mufasa was trying to stay, save him. And that's what's going to be playing. Um, I just, I just really excited for it. I think it's ingenious. It gives us something that other parks around it has a cult following that the Lion King is. It puts an attraction in the area of the park that a little bit limited. It gives it a little bit more than just the animals um, that we talked about, um, and it's just something that I really like and I'm really excited about. I think it's a great addition. I've never been on a coaster like that. I think that'd be really cool. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I scared the first time I rode that coaster. Oh. It sounds fun. Yeah. Not this one. The, the actual one I went on. Gotcha. I might have had an accident. But it's okay. I might not have either. That's intense. Yeah. Life happens. I was young. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's it. Your turn. My turn. Okay. Don't ask you have questions. I had questions. I know. I'm not a good you, co-host. You did. You explained very well. So did you. And then I brought up the murdering puppies. I know, but it doesn't sound like you're murdering anyone. No. A fun fact, it changed from my title for it, and my idea, I guess, went from Nala's escape from the stampede to Mufasa's last ride of the stampede um, to Zazu's tour of duty. I like Zazu. So are you like Zazu? Yes, that's the whole idea. You're like impersonating Zazu. Yeah, you're with Zazu flying through all these. I didn't should have said that, but that was the whole idea behind it. Is because, like, if you did Mufasa, then eventually someone would have to die. And oh. that was sad. I didn't want yeah. that. And we then, don't want to die as the passengers if yeah. we're Mufasa. And then, and then I was going to do, like, an alternate ending kind of a deal. Like, if Mufasa hadn't died and him yeah. going through all this with Simba. But that was too much for a coaster. And then I was going to do Simba. But I ended up with Zazu because he's fun. I figured you could add some Zazu components throughout the queue. For a comic relief and entertainment. Yes. And um, I've got a lovely bunch of yes. coconuts. Maybe even do that on the way up to Pride Rock after right. the quote. And while you're just like clink, 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 going yes. off of like the traditional roller coaster. That's a good one. Thanks. See, this is what our this is what our fans need, Abigail. This is that's my favorite part. Is when he's it's in that one. cage yes, and he starts singing that song. It's great. It is. I need to watch that. We haven't watched it in a minute. I know. All right. So, what's your next one, baby girl? Okay, so my next one is based off of Mulan. Are you going to ask me the questions? No, I think our listeners got the idea. I think we no, got I a like good when you ask me the questions. <laughs> okay, so next time, don't ask if I will ask you them. <laughs> Tell me, please ask me the questions. Ask me the questions. Okay, what, what, what park will this be in? Epcot. Epcot. Ooh. See, I was back and forth about adding mm. one in Epcot. Because I like Epcot without attractions. Oh. Which is basically okay. what it has. But maybe yours will be fitting great. I mean, I had some that might too. Anyways, we're going to go on. Okay. Um, okay, so it's at Epcot. What type of attraction is it? It is a coaster. It's a 
coaster at Epcot. Yes. There aren't any currently. Yeah, was, there's one coming. But there's really no attractions at Epcot. There are attractions. No, it's a lot of food and beverage. Yay! Yes. I'm saying this in a good way for the yes. listeners. Okay, so what is this attraction's name? It is Chosen for China. Sounds a little racy, but I'm sure the attraction itself is great. <laughs> okay, so maybe it needs a new name. <laughs> Chosen for China. I wanted it to sound like that. Well, like I did it. Authoritative. I got you. No, that's cool. We'll, we'll move on. We said from the beginning our names might not be ideal, so. Okay, so it's in China. It's in the World Showcase. In China, in the World Showcase. It's based off Milan. I got it. Okay. I understand the theming All behind right. it. I just don't think Chosen for China in America is probably the best road. <laughs> but whatever. Go on if you're Mulan. I was trying to think what, like, drafted for China. I mean, that's what that's we do here. That's not, that's horrible. I, I see what you're saying. I yes. understand why you chose it. I'm just saying, we'll see. Nominated. Listeners, just let us know. We're yeah, good. let Moving us know. Moving forward, let's hear the great idea that I'm sure okay, it's Okay, so the cue. You've joined the Imperial Chinese Army to defend China. You're given your mission that you're to go and defend China against the Huns. Then you enter the line. So that part where you're like chosen is like a video. Okay. You know, it's the guy like comes the in, he rides way, in yeah. on his horse and says, you know, he, like he's handing you your thing that you've been, you know. You chosen for China. Chosen for China. Got it. And you have to go and, you know, you have to go to training and then you have to defend China. So then you enter the line and during the line you go through like the training scenes. So as you get to one part, there's like, you know, where they carry the buckets of water on them. And then you go to the next part and they're doing the thing with the For those listening at home, Abby doesn't really like the new Mulan. So all these visuals I'm picturing in the original Mulan. Yes. Okay. Yes, they're from the animated. This is animated. I mean, I like the new Mulan. Different reasoning. I got it. I just... Uh, this is all, the original Mulan is one of my favorite movies, so. Me too now that we're married. I didn't like it that much before <laughs> you. I don't even know if I saw so, it before you. So, as you're, like, going through the line, like, these things, you're seeing, um, what are they called? Animatronics of. Ooh, animatronics. First, first representation of animatronics. Animatronics of, like, these things rides. happening. Yeah, I got it. That's okay. pretty cool. So, they're doing the, um, where they're carrying the water, where you see somebody doing the thing where they have to climb up the big pole. You Again, know? people can't see you, but yes, you did a good okay. job using your words. So, those different scenes. Think back to all the training scenes from when they were at camp in Mulan. And those are what you'll see as you like make your way through the line to get on the ride. Okay. It's very easily could be a Citadel attraction. It sounds like it. If you know nothing about the Citadel in Charleston, South Carolina, look it up. Okay. Anywho, the attraction. When you get to the end of the line, you'd be placed into a seat that felt like a swing. So, you're sitting... But your harness goes over top of you. So I guess it's like Tim's attraction. It just doesn't pull you up. It's a hanging It just doesn't coaster. pull you So your feet are dangling and you're all harnessed in and ready to go. And you're in a seat of one. Seat of so there's nobody to the left or right of you. So it's just you. But there are four people in your piece of the coaster. Yeah, Does that make sense? So you're in a single file line. Correct. So four in a and single file line. One behind the other, no one to the left or right. In case we didn't make that clear with the single file line part. <laughs> okay. So the ride would start with you and you have a 
Um, so you kind of like pull up to your exit point, and on the sides of you, there are um, every there are people on horses. So the first image is like you on a horse. So as you take off, you're just going straight, but super fast, like horse. Oh, they could do like a Tron thing. I don't know where you go from. I don't this. know. But like you Tron, you're on the bike, you could be on a horse. But go on. Okay, but no, we're but not on a bike. But it's the same idea as Tron. It is, yes. Because single file, people behind you. Yeah. So I think Tron's too, but go on. We're okay. single file. Helping. And so we're on these horses, and we're going really fast, and then we get to the mountain, and that's where we go up. That makes sense. So we're on a horse, we go up to the mountain, so and we get to the top. So those track at home, sorry, this, I'm just trying to help you. Uh, when the, the what's it called again? Imagineers hear this that are listening, because you're tons. Yes. Wow. It's it's a it's an aircraft carrier launch system similar to another Six Flags attraction, King Big Cup. That's how oh. they launch you out like that, and you can do it. It's a real thing. So okay, yeah. go on. So Sorry. then you go up the mountain, and High when five. you get to the top of the mountain is when you can see the Huns down below you. So you pause at the top. Is this inside or outside? We're inside. We're like in a dome. A dome okay, so it's an type indoor of, roller coaster. It's an indoor roller coaster. Okay. So you can see the Huns down below you and you stop at the top. And part of this ride is interactive. So when you get to the top, you pause because each of the people in your car now have a duty to do. So you're either a person that shoots a bow or you're a person that blasts off a cannon or you're a person that, you know, does a war thing that they do in those scenes. So you pause at the top, you all do your things, the Huns all die, you know, or at least you think they're dead, because the last thing to happen is the first person in the cart is the arrow shooter that hits the other top of the mountain that causes the avalanche that, you know, kills the Huns. So after you do that, you have to go down the mountain really fast to pick up Sean Yu's sword. You grab the sword as you go down the mountain and you're on your way to China. So swerve, curve, on your way, scenery all around you, on your way, on your horse, all the way to China. And then you get to China and you stop because the emperor is there and you're going to give him Sean Yu's sword. And then Sean Yu comes out of nowhere and steals the emperor and whoop, abducts him, scoops him up, you know, away he runs and you have to catch him. So you catch him and you're, he's swerving, he's going in, these, in this building, so you're following him on your coaster in this building all the way to the top of the building and then when you get to the top, all of a sudden there's the lantern scene in Mulan, which is my favorite scene. So now you've switched, you're no longer on horseback, you are on your lantern, you grab onto the lantern and it's like a zip line. And so you zip line down to the bottom, feet dangling as you make it there. And on the way, you grab the emperor and Sean Yu stuck in the building. It explodes. There's fireworks going off around you. And when you get to the bottom, the emperor is with you. And you, you know, deposit him safely onto the ground. And then, you know, the famous line, you have brought honor to your family. And then you go and you like get, that. I don't know, because he says it so calmly. Like, it's not like an excitable moment. He just says it like, I, got you. I don't know. Okay. You have to watch the movie. See how the emperor says it. And then you exit the ride after you've done this um, and get off and then you're done. I don't really have a good ending for that one. And then you're done. And then you're done. You get off. Okay. So and I mean, you're in China. So. It's really good. 
really okay. good. I like the idea. Yes. There's some things that need ironing out. Okay. And what details? I, a lot of them I can't help you with. Okay. But we're first thing is this a slight concern from a loving husband that has to sleep here with you. <laughs> first, you're trying to kill dogs. I'm now not you're killing trying dogs. to murder Huns. Yes. There's a lot of murdery themes going on. Well, I mean, you know, technically you're in a battle with them. And then you hit the avalanche, and the avalanche comes down, and you think they're dead, but they're not actually dead. They, like, come back to life. That's why they meet you in, you know, the capital city. Mr. Officer, he wasn't actually dead. He was just <laughs> sleeping. We just thought he was. Okay. Uh, logistics of horse to lantern transition. Well, I mean, your feet are dangling the whole time. So I feel like if your feet are dangling and you're in like a swing-like contraption, that can impersonate both being on a horse and going straight and then also ziplining. Okay. So how does one know they're on horse or lantern? Because there are scenes on the side of you, like screens. So like Space Mountain. But yes. not scenes, but like... Yes. Okay. Sort of like when you're in the tunnel, but the tunnel's with you the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Yes. Is there, is there noise in this attraction? Yes. Milan music. Bong, bong, bong. Big drums. Okay, first you call this thing, <laughs> what do you say, the choice of China or something? <laughs> Chosen by China? Chosen for China. And then you say Chinese music, bongs, bong, bong, bong. Like the drums when you go to the Chinese experience in China at Epcot. I understand. I understand. I don't know what they're called. I should have done research so that I sounded more. What's the word? I don't know, but I think we all understand what you're trying to say. I, I just, There'd be very dramatic music, like there is in the movie. I, we all. I think we all hear it. Okay. I'm just saying your word choices sound real racy. That was very culturally insensitive. I should have done more research. Yeah, it's okay though. We still love you. Okay. I do. I think it's a real good attraction. I do. I think it. If there was one concern, do you have any concerns? I just wonder if they would want to put something that exciting into the countries, but I think it would bring something to the countries because the only rides that are in the countries right now are like slow. Yeah. Attractions. Boat rides. Attractions. Attractions in the countries are boat rides. I mean, I haven't been on. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure yet, but it's like a trackless dark ride. It's still not a thrill test ride. Track. The test track's not in the World Showcase. Yeah, but it's still in Africa. But saying. it's in Future World. No, I understand this. I'm well, talking about the World Showcase. I understand where this is located. I'm just saying the, the whole thing doesn't really have... Right. Well, it's going to have Other than test Tron, track. right? And Tron now, yeah. Tron is coming. Which is cool. That'll be fun. But yes. I wonder if there's a reason why they kept it like... Uh, more reserved, I guess. I think they're just trying to be very culturally sensitive and try to keep it as authentic to those cultures as possible. I'm just saying in Epcot as a whole, though, like... I don't know. You don't have anything that's like... I think a lot of the parks are more tame in attractions because that's where... Excuse me. That's where, like, technology was when these things were made. Yeah. And... I don't know, but they have mission space. Yeah, it's not really. I don't know. Have you ever been on Mission Space? I don't think so. Man. Okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking of uh, other things. Spaceship oh, Earth. I don't know. But either way, I think it's a good idea. But that one needs some work. But I have this like idea yes. in my head. So you does know, my second This one. is why I'm not an Imagineer. But you could be. I could be. 
Or maybe I could be, what do you call it? A Disney ear? Maybe that's what Tim and I are. Disney ears. Yeah. Imagineers in training. Yeah, I think... I also want to think Imagineers do this for a podcast in like two hours. I think no. there's a little bit more ironing Time. out and talking like this. So, we shall see. My All right. turn. Ride number two for Timmy Teo. Attraction. Attraction number two. I used to Timmy yell Teo. at me for our OG listeners from the beginning for saying rides. Now look yes. at her. I know. Just all slippy sloppy on the floor for the ride and attractions. Okay, you gotta ask me my questions. That's the way this goes. Okay, what park are we at? Universal Studios. That's not part of Disney World. I wrote the wrong name. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I see, I said MGM, and then I was like, that's not what it's called anymore. I crossed it out. Hollywood Studios. Okay. I apologize, Disney. Is there a specific area of Hollywood Studios? I don't, know. Studios? I don't okay. know where it would go. I okay. mean, I do kind of know, but I don't because, one, I haven't been there in a long time, and two, everything is very theme-oriented there, I feel like. There's yes. a reason they're in certain spots. Um, so maybe it goes next to yours. Okay. Because I feel like it's uh, similar. Okay. What movie or Disney-esque thing is it themed after? I don't want to answer that yet. Okay. Um, what type of ride is it? Oh, flight simulator. Flight simulator. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Let me ask me what it's called. That's the thing. What one. is it called? Then you can then we can play trivia so you can see what movie it's from. Okay. <clears throat> Dante's first flight. <laughs> That's great. Thanks. You're welcome. Tell our listeners. It's from Coco. It's from Coco. Who's Dante? It's his spirit animal. What is he literally though? A dog. Yeah, he's his dog and he's the national dog of uh Mexico, for those that don't know, uh, it's Miguel's dog from Coco. Yes. Miguel is the lead character. Um, he's a little boy. He's a little boy. If you haven't seen it, you should. Uh, spoilers, so stop listening now. Um, if you don't want anything, we probably should have said that from the beginning because a lot of our stuff kind of has spoilers, so we apologize. But the queue will start in Santa Cecilia, which is the city that this is based off of in Coco. That's the regular city. Uh, and you start in Santa Cecilia Cemetery, um, which is where a lot of the activities happen in a movie or based off of. Um, and that's the very, very start of the, the queue. And then at the base of the Marigold Bridge, which is the bridge that connects the cemetery, uh, and then I believe it's on uh, Morta's, what the Day of the Dead uh, for us, us gringos. Uh, I can't think of the proper name of it. I'm blanking. Too much pressure. But um, it basically connects the cemetery to um, the land of the dead, which is the Netherlands, whatever you want to call it, the base of the movie. Um, and the Marigold Bridge connects the two, and it's a bridge full of, like, flowers. It's really cool looking. Um, so that bridge will take you inside to where, like, you're already on the queue, but where you enter into the building that the flight simulator is located in that you're going to, if that makes sense. Yes. And once you enter into this building, you enter into the land of the dead. And the reason I was so excited for this, and I kept not doing it, going back to it, not doing it, going back to it, is because I think it could be a really cool experience for that part of the queue, not even the attraction, to make it Avatar-esque. Um, you haven't been on Avatar yet, though. I know, but you say good things about it, and they're both, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Light simulators? No, no, the, the the colors that you like. Oh yeah. Iridescent. Yes. They both have iridescent and lights of bright colors and these like unique one of a kind worlds, if you will. Um, so we'll take you through there, and along the way you'll hear some of like the classic songs, and you'll go through all the different 
um, like areas of the land of the dead. Um, and eventually you'll meet up um, right before you go into the flight simulator itself with uh, Miguel and Dante. Um, and so for those of you that don't know, Dante, like I said, is his dog. It's a hairless national dog of Mexico. It's his little pet. He's great. Um, but he is an a la brije. La la brije. I wrote it out phonetically so I could say it right. So correct me. I tried. But basically, it's their spirit guide. Um, like Abby said. So they both meet up with you and they want to take you to see Hector perform his songs. Going to, you're going to go to his concert and they're going to fly you there um, via Dante. Um, and then in your journey, you're going through, I'm moving my hand like Abby. Uh, what's the word you used? You said it a lot. Swerve? Swerving okay. in and out throughout the city and the different, um, one of the things I found is they made the Land of the Dead in the movie. Um, similar to like this old Aztec buildings and, and society, civilization, and they structured the buildings to be like uh, coral because the land of the dead is always growing because people are always passing away. So they can oh. always go up and that's why it's made like that. So for Dante, you'd be like going in and out and seeing all the cool colors of all the different buildings and houses and towns. And along the way, you're gonna go uh, have a contact with more Alibrije, so the spirit guides, more spirit guides. Um, and some of these are going to be misguided spirit guides, like the one from the movie, um, okay. for Mama, I forgot her last name, um, but for the, the, the whole um, villain, if you will, for the movie, they're going to be similar to that kind of thing, and you'll have to fight and go through the city and try to get away, and along the way, you're going to win them over for good, and they're going to come to, and you're going to go into the arena that uh, Victor De La Cruz was playing in, but this time it's going to be Hector, and you'll land on the stage, and you'll get to see his songs and that's where the attraction will end and then you'll come out and you'll come into like the gift shop area like Disney always kind of does and that will be set up in like stadium seating and they'll have like the Coco soundtrack playing as you can shop and have your experience. Oh that's cool. Yes. I wanted to do that in the World Showcase as well. Mm. Um, but I didn't put it there for the whole worldwide thing doesn't really exist there. But yeah. I feel like no shots fired to yours in thinking about it, but I feel like that might actually fit better yes. than a Mulan will because it's like a simulator. I agree. But I thought it would be cool. I thought it was It'd a be really thing. cool. I also think you should add like a photo pass experience at the end where like you go in and you get assigned a spirit guide and then that's ah, in your photo pass experience. That's a good Kinda idea. Kind of like how at the end of Haunted Mansion you get your like ghost yeah, that comes yeah. with you. That's good. High five. Thanks. Solid high five, guys. Solid high five. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was really exciting. I enjoyed doing this. Um, Y'all have to let us know a couple things. One, ride names. Please we will help. We will use our ride names in our Instagram to start a poll for you guys to pick which one you would like to see made the best. It may not be one that you want to go on. Sorry, Nick. None of these sound like they're for you. Maybe the flight simulator. Maybe. Um, Nick might want to do that one. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. He said he didn't like throw eyes. Oh, I didn't know. You did the episode. Oh, yes. That Nick. That Nick. Sorry. Nick Case, yes. Um, yeah, that's true. I feel like he would probably pick yours. Yeah, yeah. So pick mine. At least I guaranteed one vote um, by default. But anyways, we'll put our names up in a poll and you can pick which one you'd like to see built just for fun. But also we'll do another one later on in the week perhaps of better ride name or attraction names for our attractions. Um, 
So let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about this episode idea in general. I personally liked it a lot because I got to be creative. I didn't have to be, I guess, necessarily... Knowledgeable about Disney. I felt like I was taking a lot of research and being knowledgeable about, like, making sure it was plausible and, like, the predecessors for it. Yeah. Um, But I didn't have to be, like, super knowledgeable about everything. It was more fun than, like... I don't know. It didn't seem like planning a trip, which you like doing, that I don't necessarily all the time like doing, which I do enjoy. But anyways, I enjoyed this. Um, I think we're going to do, at some point, um, rejuvenation for a ride or reimagining. Oh, yes. Um, We talked about that in the process of this. We'll probably do one of, like, an unpopular fan one of rewriting or reimagining a popular attraction that... Maybe Everyone would, would hate or, us for. Yeah, or like a seasonal thing. We're trying to come up with some new stuff, um, but it gets us the opportunity to be creative and have a little fun. And, and yeah, I think it was fun. I enjoyed it. I'm talking a lot. That's Me the too. First. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely up your avenue. I liked it too, though. Yeah. I like thinking of, I like thinking hard about these types of things. Yeah, I think it would be cool. And it, it kind of... I think one thing it taught me is it just gives you... Um, and even playing pretend doing this, a better appreciation for what the people that actually do this go through and how they make it plausible. And even like with the Lion King one that I did, I feel like I put a lot of time into it and I thought about it a lot. I thought about it all week pretty much. And um, even still, like there's so many details that I, right. I didn't pinpoint. Never mind like the physics behind stuff to make it possible. And it's pretty cool. Abby's crying and about it. How much it right space now. you would need Don't for cry, baby. rides. She's no. fighting off a sneeze for those at home. She's yeah. not actually crying. She's trying um, to make it through. Yeah, and I think just like thinking about space, you know, we don't think about how much space there is or space would be needed in order to put these things in. And if even um, if any of the parks still have the type of space. But I did see this week that they took out some stuff in Animal Kingdom. So they're definitely creating some space there that could what be. They, take take, out? they took out the primeval world in Dino Land. Oh. They took it apart. It's like in pieces and some big changes have been going on. So maybe we actually will do, I know we never really talk about the news, but maybe we'll do a news episode coming up because there's so many things going on in Disney World right now, not only for the 50th, but, you know, just some big changes in general that we're definitely keeping tabs on knowing that we have a trip coming up in 89 days. Woo! Yeah, but it'll be exciting. Um, I think we should maybe do an episode about a whole new park altogether and what we would put in that and what that okay. would look like. There's lots of different things we could do. Um, I've had more We're ideas today. always open to so. ideas. Yeah, just let us know, follow along, tell a friend, be a friend, tell a friend, all that jazz. Um, or just don't listen anymore. If you don't like it, that's fine too. We understand. Um, yeah, we'll try to stay on top of this and continue making new episodes and keep them pretty regular. Um, however... Could be difficult for me and Abby with us be both being fall sport um, professionals, if you will. So um, <laughs> just hang tight um, if there's a delay. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. You got anything else? Nope. I think that's it. If you guys want to support us, please remember wherever you're listening to this podcast to like, subscribe, follow us, leave comments, leave reviews. We really appreciate it. Then more people. More Disney people can find and listen to the awesomeness that we try to bring you each week on our podcast. If you want to follow us on social media, our handle is at Mouse Ears Rec. It's Mouse Ears R E Q. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Um, 
and that's it for now until I, you know, convinced him that we should get a TikTok. But I don't really know what we'd talk about. We don't. We're not doing a TikTok. Okay, we're not doing a TikTok. So follow us on Twitter and the Instagram. And um, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And we'll see you next week. Later, Gator. Bye.